Hey, Mar. Andrew. What's going on? You got a uh, divorce again, I heard? Yeah, I did. Want to talk about it? Yeah, I do. All right, ready? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Happy Never After Pod. Podcast <laughs> is one word. I know, but that's why it's funny. <laughs> I would say you could you could suck a dick. You could say that. <laughs> you just stumble. You're stumbling. Where are you? <laughs> I broke into somebody's house. <laughs> Where is this? We're in Columbus. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. Columbus, Ohio? Yeah. Whose house? Uh, somebody named Heidi and somebody else named Brett. Not related. Are they Happy Never After fam? <laughs> no, they're, they're Sarah's uh, friends. Oh. They're yeah. not here. They won't be here till tomorrow. I will have already oh. stolen all of their things by then. Is it a nice house? Yeah, it's super, it's cozy. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Yeah, definitely are recording already. <laughs> I'm shitting, so it feel get yourself feel right at home, you know. Uh, I see the I see the blinds behind. You. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, I'm, I'm ready to go. Okay. Are you gonna flush or where are you? Oh God. <laughs> oh hi, Alfred. Okay. Ready? I guess so. Let's do it. One, two, ten. Welcome to the Happy Never After podcast, where we are doing this by FaceTime, everyone. I am your host, Mara Merrick, and uh, here's your other host. Hey, everybody. It's me, Andrew. (laughs) Andrew Todd Collins. Andrew the Puddle Boy, Colin. Andrew Garbage Face, Colin. Andrew Mice, Colin. Whatever you want to call me, I'll be a Colin. <laughs> One yeah. time I was, Puddle uh, Boy. Yeah, Puddle Boy. I was doing real estate, and I called this guy, and I didn't want to disclose who I was for some reason. Like, and uh, like I forget why. I think did we you call him or did he call you? I called him. Okay. And I didn't want to disclose who I was because we were trying to buy it. And I didn't know if I wanted him to know who I was. So I, I was calling. I was like, all right, well, then call me back. Uh, and, and I'm calling. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm calling. <laughs> it's like when I remember when I texted you, Andrew Collin. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a fucking idiot. Hey, what can were you, you asking for that time? No, I you forget. were asking me. You were asking me to give you, you know, a recommendation for a storytelling show. And you were I was like, Yeah, sure, of course. What's her name? And then you go, Andrew Collins. Like, oh yeah, I wrote You yeah, fucked you wrote, hard. I know what your name is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not smart man. I'm not a smart man, but I make up for it by being dumb. <laughs> Pretty dumb. I tried to. Uh, oh man, I got a funny story for you. Oh my god, I'm excited. Please oh my god. tell are me. You sit, are you sitting down? I'm are you sitting down. 
I've been sitting for days, mostly on my bicycle, but keep going. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. I mean, it, the podcast will go downhill from now. Oh, God. If I start with this. But we'll start with this. Mm-hmm. Ohio State Cup, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm in Buckeye yeah. State. <laughs> go Bucks. Go Buckeyes. Go that chocolate um, turd thing. Go. Okay, contend. Yeah, what is that thing? <laughs> it's delicious. But it what is, is? What is the Buckeye. The real, the cookie thing. It's just peanut butter, right? In a, it's chocolate around a peanut butter ball. It's like a Reese's cup, but in a turd version. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah. That's what a Buckeye is? Uh-huh. So their mascot is named after a cookie? Yeah. <laughs> They're sweet little cookies. <laughs> Get out there, you sweet little delicacy, you. <laughs> the Wolverines and the cookie. <laughs> That can't be a thing. It's got to be something. Get else, out there, right? you little diabetes <laughs> free treatment. <laughs> Get out there, you little chips ahoys. <laughs> you little um, edaments. You little patisserie. The <laughs> <laughs> Pillsbury Doughboys. Get out there, Tell- you little Pillsbury's. <laughs> Get out there. You little cable elves, you. You little. <laughs> okay. Get out there, you little cookie monster. Oreo. You little, you little juju you. Get out there. Okay, out please there, you know. tell me. Okay, so you know how I have. Here comes the Nittany Lions. <laughs> and here goes all the sweet little, sweet little, salty and sweet little. Everybody make some noise for the wafers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The blue I feel like the the, it's gotta be something else. I don't there's no way. I gotta Google that. We probably won't look it up and figure yeah, I don't know how to spell Google, but (laughs) Okay, Um, what is it? Tell me the story. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. So um you know how I have the story about how I fucked my dad's pocket pussy. Yes. And it was shaped like your mama's. And I found it, and yeah, that's the joke. How uh, he said it was a mold of your own mother. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I made that ending up because I didn't have closure, and I was afraid to tell my dad the story. Yes. Because not so much I was embarrassed by fucking his pocket pussy, but more that he would be embarrassed of owning a pocket pussy that his son fought. Yes. So. That being said, I told the story on uh, Guys We Fucked mm-hmm. podcast, and so my dad, <laughs> I call him, or he called me Anna Colin, and uh, and uh, <laughs> he, he goes, uh, he goes. So I listened to uh, how, about half of that Guys We Fucked, and I was like. <sighs> it's the first time I realized, like, oh no, he heard the story. Like yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. think. I mean, I've told it before, but I didn't know how, what he's listened to or whatever. And he's like, Drew. He's like, what? What, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what? I never owned a pocket pussy. And I, was like, I was like, so wait, Dad, you didn't? I go, Dad, you think? Uh, uh, Whose uh, pocket pussy did you fuck then? <laughs> I mean, apparently it was it was the, it was my mom's. It was my mom's <laughs> that I told it to. 
He'd rather that than me fuck his pocket. So he goes, uh, he goes, uh, what are you talking about? And I was like, Dad, do you think I would, um, I would fra- fabricate, I would make up a story about having sex with my father's pocket pussy for comedic gain or attention? He's like, I don't know why you do it. I mean, I just, I never own one. And I was like, Dad, I know what I felt. I know what I saw. It was a pocket pussy. And he goes, well, uh, I don't remember owning a pocket pussy. And I was like, Dad, stop gaslighting me. I fucked your pocket pussy. And he goes, well, it maybe could have been someone else. Oh, <laughs> and then he goes, you know what? Maybe it was after the divorce. <laughs> and I go, Dad, I believe this is what caused the divorce. Was your fucking a pocket pussy instead of mom. Oh, Oh, so he's still not admi- he will never admit no this. no and then he laughed and then he was like um he laughed in a way that made me realize like he just didn't want to admit to it and like he maybe thought that he could gaslight me into thinking that it never happened or maybe it wasn't called a pocket pussy back then maybe it was just a pussy pussy <laughs> well did you call it a flashlight maybe it was a flashlight then maybe he uh i did pick yeah. up my old roommate's flashlight yeah, once, and I didn't know what it was until it was well in both of my hands. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. no! <laughs> until you're eating it. That was drinking out of it. <laughs> yeah, until I called it my best friend and put it in a seatbelt, and I brought it to school. But we, I had no idea. You but know? I had no idea it was a flashlight until I brought it to my 16th birthday as a date. <laughs> and I put it, it took me to prom. I had no idea. I had no idea. You know, when people write into us and they're like, you really saved me from heartache and my divorce. And I recall these stories that we tell. I'm like, you know what? We do do a lot of good. <laughs> well, that had to do with divorce because my dad brought up the divorce that I might have found his pocket pussy afterwards. But, you know, it's funny that he wouldn't admit it. Um like, I don't know. Even as an it adult, was, even through all the things, it doesn't even matter but, if he has whether, Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all. It's not a big deal at all. But I think, um, I mean, I guess that's his truth to tell. It's, <laughs> 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 I guess his story to tell, maybe. About having a pocket pussy as a as a man. I don't think I've never owned. I just had a, like a basket of dildos that my girlfriends gave me. I think I've told that story before when I broke up with the yeah. billionaire. Yeah, and then I never. I gave them all away. I even got. Yeah, I a, think a, I think a dildo is way more accepted still in today's world than a than a flashlight or a pocket pussy. I think. The idea of penetrating something as opposed to like just putting a rabbit on your puss. I don't know. I think people view them differently. I think people think having a flashlight or pocket pussy just because it's, I don't know. It's like people think it's dirtier, I think. Well, it is like physically dirtier, you know? Yeah. A pussy is definitely dirtier than a dick just because it's enclosed. Yeah, it's not. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Sarah's writing something on the counter, and you can it's picking it up in the microphone. 
Oh. You, there are several thousand. Uh, Sarah and I are getting along really well, by the way. Yeah, Sarah it sounds is. like you guys. Oh yeah, by the way, you're on a bike ride to help domestic abuse. Oh yeah, the we're pussies. So- the pussies are way dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> I have had my period for a good the whole time that I've been on this ride. Speaking of dirty pusses, it's been fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, I'm kidding. It's been awful. Um, but the ride's been great. No, Sarah and I actually are really getting along. Um, well, Sarah I was Roberts. About, like how hard it is for you to ride the bike, but for her to drive a car that far at five miles per hour is pretty fucking hard too. Um, it's at six and a half miles per hour. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's just incredible that she she follows you the whole time. Actually, yeah, very closely. Uh, she ran into me one time with the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I ended up underneath the front bumper. <laughs> Is that true? Is Why she just wasn't paying attention to you? No, no, no. I uh, when we were going through Pittsburgh, I was going up this crazy mountain, and my derailleur broke, and the whole chain just stopped working. So my bike just stopped moving, and then I couldn't unclip fast enough, and I caught her in my peripheral because she <laughs> just kept coming at me, and I was not going. <laughs> <laughs> if you get run over by your spot car and die, it would be the funniest thing. I think it would be the best way to go. It really is. The I best stood way to up. Go. I crawled out from underneath the bumper and I stood up and she was like right next to me because she was nervous and I was like, "Hey, maybe just um fall back a little bit." <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> She's with you the most. That would be the person that would hit you and kill you. I know, because she's going to be real sick of me by the end. We're we're oh, each yeah. having our own moods, and we've had some tough, tough situations. Like, doing this some is, uh, we've been interviewing people, and it's been pretty awesome. Like, we did this show in Pittsburgh, and the women's shelter that we, we didn't even know this was going to happen. The women's shelter that came and um, spoke, one of the comics also had been a resident of the shelter. And, uh, currently, or in the past, past, when his mom escaped his, their stepdad, it was like a crazy. And then the mom had ridden along just because she, she wanted to be at the show. And then we ended up getting her interview also for the documentary. I was crying. It was insane. So it was just like, Super high emotional, and then we're always surrounded by hundreds of people, and so there's no alone time. So she's going to kill me eventually. She's going to... It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I almost broke up a George. I think if you're saying it, though, I don't know if it will happen. I think if, you're, if you get ahead of it, if she kills you, now we know who did it. <laughs> she's just going to edit this part out. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point, and I won't know how to put it back in or find it. <laughs> um, we are fucked. So, how many miles have you ridden now? Uh, gosh, uh, when we were in Pittsburgh, we were at four twenty-one. I think this we've gone another one hundred and forty miles. So, uh, five hundred sixty miles. Yeah. Where? And you're in Columbus, Ohio. Do you have a show this weekend? We do. We have a show tomorrow. And uh, it's at Holy Craft. 
There was an article that came out. The guy called me. It was in the Columbus Tribune, and I guess it's a big deal here. But uh, the guy calls me and asks me all about the show and everything. And then and then we're done with the interview, and we're just having conversation. And he was like, oh, so are you dating someone? I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, doesn't he get weirded out about your engagements? And I was like, I just asked him if you want to be another bird on my arm. <laughs> like, just joking around. Thank you. Did you fart? And then... <laughs> What about the bird? <laughs> what about the bird? The whole interview that came out was about George, and it really bothered me. Why was it all about George? I don't know. I was like, yeah, this one woman is doing this pretty awesome thing and trying to benefit all these shelters, but let's talk about her boyfriend. Yeah, like, that makes no sense it, to me. I, his cousin, who lives here in Columbus, sent it to him while he's in Greece with all the parts arrowed out. And then he sent it to me and he goes, when were you going to tell me about this? I was like, oh, I didn't know about it. Yeah. I was like, that's embarrassing. And it was just after I tried to break up with him, too. Well, do you think I'll get some people to come out to the show? Yeah. Yeah. His cousins yeah. are coming. So it's going to be like a whole thing. Yeah. Where what is it's like a bar show kind of thing? No, it's actually really cool. It's at this place called Holy Craft. It's a craft store. And they're just giving us a space and it's going to some the Lutheran Services Choices home. And you got some comics? Yeah. Tom some guy named Tom. I don't know. How'd you find them? Christine Horvath is a comedian that's local here and she has Babe Roar. Um productions and uh so i connected with her and she is the one that put on together the show for us nice yeah nice you're moving around a lot today what's going on well it's very um, bright and it's annoying (laughs) see now it's better yeah kind of (laughs) you don't look better but it's darker yeah it's darker (laughs) I haven't done anything today. I got seamless twice today. Oh my god! The thing with seamless is that, like, there's like limits on some of it, you know. Like you have to order a certain amount. Yeah, or yeah. there's like a delivery fee. Mm-hmm. So like, it's kind of like when you take out money at the ATM and there's like a three dollar fee. Mm-hmm. So you take out more money than you even want to take out just to justify the fee. Okay. And then and then you'll end up spending all that money within 10 minutes and you're a fucking idiot for taking it out when you should just take out $20. Did we just figure out your entire budgeting? Yeah, you? pretty much. <laughs> so what I do with Seamless is uh, instead of just getting one item, I always get like two or three just to kind of justify it. Also, the delivery guy, I want him to make sure he gets a couple bucks, you know? He's so thoughtful. So then I end up eating way too much food. Like, I can't just get a salad on Seamless. Anyways, but some fat. (laughs) (laughs) I taught Frank how to ride on my bicycle with me. Maybe you could give him a little uh, thing in the, like, either, uh, not a sidecar, but maybe there's, like, a little baby thing that, for a dog to sit on. Yeah, he's becoming, I thought he was going to become more of, like, a man dog, you know, like, more of a manly man. And he's turning into more of a spoiled brat. And I like, he's still great, 
But he is a princess. <laughs> no. Yeah, but it's probably tough because he sees you and he thinks you're having fun out there and in danger and he just wants to be next to you. You know? Can I talk about my George breakup or not? When did I ever fucking get in the way of your George breakup? Oh, I think you farted. You were farting when I was trying to get into it. I didn't step on that story at all. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, my I want to know if I'm being unreasonable. Yeah, break it down. Or okay. We can talk more about your stupid ride. So, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm so <laughs> bored with that. So, <laughs> so he go. He's in Greece. Yes. With his friends for a wedding, right? For ten days, and he's mm-hmm. with his family. Also, they're staying at their family, whatever castle, and. Uh, a castle? I don't know what it is. It's up on a hill. Castle, I'm just calling it a castle. Should we talk about, should we do a promo, though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of castles. <laughs> Why did you do that with your hand? I was just fucking around. Oh, Brooklyn and Brooklyn and let's get into some business before I (laughs) before I never tell the story about George. (laughs) We'll get to the story, I promise. Uh, Brooklyn and well, we brought the sheets with us. We have the sheets. uh, We have an air mattress. We are camping out with them. I'm very excited. Uh, We're like the bougiest campers with Brooklyn and. Uh, sheets and towels and everything. We've been using their laundry soap in the sink of every hotel <laughs> for my clothes. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been great. And if you go to what brooklinen.com, what's the discount? It's $20 off and free shipping. So, uh, yeah. And Brooklinen has amazing sheets. They have towels. They're, that's awesome. They're very, very, very cozy. They're like humongous towels, too. They're crazy. So it's Brooklyn. And I like B- a big towel. I know. It wraps around you so much nicer. It I really mean, does. And you make you feel like you're in a hotel. Kind of thing. We went to this place called Splash Harbor like yesterday, and those hotel towels that they gave, they give you to uh, go to the pool are like, they barely cover a regular person's thigh, let alone a Midwestern's thigh, you know? Yeah. So, it's, it's nice to have a nice towel. They have a great towel. So go to brooklinen.com, B-R-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Type in uh, the promo code HAPPYZ. That's happy and then the letter Z. Yes. That's okay, so what's up with George? Okay, so George is in Greece. Can we do another one, though? <laughs> What's up with your stash? Tom Selleck? What's going on? What's up? Have you taken a picture of that thing and put it on? That thing is aggressive. I was I was having FaceTime sex. Oh my god, my face. I don't know. Anyway, so go ahead. So George. <laughs> Wait. FaceTime sex? No, we'll get into that after. Okay. So George is in Greece. Uh, I need, because, because I'm out here and I'm surrounded by people that I don't really know that while I'm, 
I'm not alone. I'm very much surrounded by people, but it's always it's people that want to share their stories and it's people that need me for something and I have to produce the show and it's I know this sounds like crazy, but it's kind of lonely doing this. No, it makes no, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. So, um I need that connection with someone that cares about me. I mean, you text me something that's mean and funny, but and that makes me feel better. But like he he just it's like three in the morning when I get on my bike there. I don't know what the time difference is, but he's always like, oh, I don't want to wake you. I'm like, well, my phone's always on silent. So that's not a good excuse anyway. So I just want someone that's like there. And when he first got there, he was like, good morning, babe. And now he's like, oh, it's so busy. Good morning. Um, but only after I'm like, hello, are you live? And uh, I asked him like two or three times. I was like, hey, can you just check in with me so we still feel like a little connected or else this isn't going to work. Like we got to figure out some sort of communication or else this I got to be out on this. And then um, I asked him again. And then the third time I was like, that's it. You don't want to connect. So that's fine. And then he was like, oh, it's the 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 time difference and I'm trying to host my friends and be with my family and do this wedding stuff and and I you have a weird schedule and blah 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 and then I just sent him a thumbs up <laughs> and then he wrote back that's it and I said well I don't want to placate you and your excuses because if I do that that means that I'm not even worth a text message and I know I'm worth a text message at a minimum and uh, and then it he he's been texting me like nonstop since, but which is and how annoying is that? That's like so, like <laughs> like chill out, bro. <laughs> so you wrote him a thumbs down. I know. I was like, ugh, block. <laughs> yeah, how needy are you? <laughs> and then you write back. I'm actually on a, a like weird schedule. <laughs> I mean, when you do something like that. Honestly, like all jokes aside, are you wanting him to like now that you got it? How does it feel, or but, do you want it because you don't have it? Do you feel better now? No, I feel better. But I feel better feel like, with him texting yeah. me and okay. calling. And the first time that I said something, he was like, "Call me right now. You can call me." And then he was like, "You can call me anytime you're lonely." I'm not, and I don't feel, I felt like I was more lonely because he wasn't connecting with me. Like, if I'm going to be alone in this, if I'm going to be single and do this alone, I think that would be easier. Like, you don't have to be accountable to anybody. I, you can just have, I can just have fun. And I know that I'm standing on my own two feet. But if he's going to be in this, then I need him to be in it. Yeah, but even, but if you're alone, you'll still be lonely. Like, being single and having fun, you'd be lonely. Mm. Yeah, no. but I think I would be less lonely. Because right now oh. I'm like not, I'm not present because I'm thinking about how sad I am because he's not messaging me as much as I want. Does that seem yeah. selfish? It seems selfish. Not selfish. I just wonder if it comes from a place of like, do you want, is it just you need the attention because you're so used to being surrounded by people? Like at your work, your whole, you know, your whole life in New York, you're never really alone that much. And so now that you're all alone, do you want the attention from him because of him or just because you need to fill the void for you 
or is it about as much you know what i mean is it the connection with him or is it just you need that to i i definitely feel like it's the connection with him because here i need someone i need someone to like lean on and there's that I can just tell a dumb story to and not for them to really just need my attention because they need me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's like and, he, weird... and he's with family and with friends, so he's like in the opposite situation than you. Yeah, he's also... And you know how, he, how I've complained about him being when he's a host? The host. Yeah. He's hosting nonstop for 10 days. Like, he's cooking every morning and every night for his whole family, and they have, like, shifts of who's cleaning and who's setting the table or whatever. And I was like, oh, you're in host mode 100%. So I kind yeah. of understand why he's not available. But at the same time, I'm like, it doesn't take long. Like, I saw him post on Facebook, and I was like, if you took the 10 minutes that you took to post it on Facebook, you can text me, hey, good morning, we're doing this today. Yeah. Let me know where where you end up. I don't know. Your stories are pretty boring, though. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like, I, I didn't hear half of that stuff. I honestly didn't at all. I kind of zoned out for 90% of that. Let's get into some business. <laughs> yeah, let's do some business. Next one. Next. <laughs> Are we doing Fat Fit Fun? Or, um, let's Fat Fit Fun <laughs> Rituals. Oh, God. I am taking those ritual supplements. All right, Multi? So listen to that one. Ritual. 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 Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about ritual. You do it. It, it actually smells so good. When I open up the bottle, it smells so minty. I love it. Um, it is helping my, my skin is not handling this outside business so much. I keep putting this medical tape on my face and I'm taking ritual and I'm hoping that will help it. Um, it fills in the gaps in your diet as far as your nutrition needs. I'm not getting any good foods out here. I think we boiled some eggs and I've been eating celery and cheese at grooves and that's been my diet. Uh, so I'm definitely not getting all my multivitamins. So I'm taking that. Uh, it does what smell is minty. Ritual is a vegan, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free daily supplement, multivitamin. Uh, It's made in the USA without synthetic fillers or colorants. Delayed release capsule bypasses the stomach to help prevent nausea. Innovative beadlet and oil formulation keeps dry ingredients separated from oils within the capsule, so you only have to take one pill. It is mint-scented with an in-bottle tab enriched with pure peppermint oil. Uh, patent pending technology and formulation. You can visit their website, which is awesome. A bevy of information. Seriously, it's like a rabbit hole of nutrition information. And you'll learn everything from why each ingredient is beneficial to where it's sourced. My face, I feel like it's getting better. It's really helping it. What, what, what is your face falling apart? Oh, so how can you get ritual? Where do you go? Oh, 
Um, go to ritual.com slash happy health. H-A-P-P-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H. Ritual.com slash happy health. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's a subscription-based, so you'll get all your goods, and you'll have to remember that you have to take it or buy it. So it'll why is your face up. falling apart, though, from the sun or the wind? The It's like f- 50 degrees in the morning when we first start riding, and then we. And then uh, it gets to about 90 by the time I'm, like, in it. And... My the elements are attacking my face. It's crazy. Like the sweat will go down to my chin, and it'll just like hang there at my chin, and then I keep breaking out right there. So I put medical these ma- medicated band aids over my face, and it's work. It's helping. <laughs> <laughs> I look crazy. All these Ohioans are like, "Oh hi." <laughs> <laughs> just have, Ohio. Ohio tape all over your face. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, why would you care? I don't care. <laughs> I should care, but I just don't. I said, Have you lost a lot of weight? A ton, yeah. I've, I've lost a lot. I'm get, becoming skeletal. I'm learning, I'm trying to eat more. I've been eating in the middle of the night. So, like, because I, if I eat too much at one meal, then I'm super full. Yeah. So, I have to, like, eat a bunch every three, four hours. It's crazy. All you have to do is ride forty one hundred miles, <laughs> and then you, yeah. you, you're, get you the too. Body you want. Yeah, get the body that you always desired. <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is get on a bike and go to cross country, and and um and not eat so many Buckeyes. <laughs> you sweet little sugar snap! You get out on that field, you little <laughs> <laughs> you little gingerbread man. <laughs> Get on that field, you little gingerbread man. Um, <laughs> so I've been dating. Oh my uh, god! How's okay? What's going on with the DM situation? Uh, I met a lovely girl in DMs. <laughs> I'm not going to say where she's from or her name or her height or anything about her, other than she's a fine fox. How she old is, is she? A fine fox, huh? How old is she? What's that? How. <laughs> She's uh, 24 in three years. <laughs> no, she's almost 24. Okay. She's cool. Uh-huh. I mean, she's, she's fun. Cool. I, she's like we, soup's cool. She's soup's cool. She's like, she, is, she like rides a skipper. She's like cool. <laughs> well, it's funny because like with the internet now and technology and like you can really get to know someone pretty well uh, without being being thousands of miles apart from them. Pretty weird. Mm-hmm. So we were chatting, we were bullshitting, and we decided to uh, was the best way to like hook up, I guess, and it was through FaceTime sext. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where we're doing. What, what kind do you of do that? Yeah. Huh? What do you do? Well, she. Uh, she gets naked, uh-huh. and uh, and then I come. <laughs> <laughs> I've sexted before, but it's always like I'm doing Have other ever, stuff, and it's just like what's too. That? I've sexted before, and I just am basically t- texting them while I'm doing other stuff, and I'm not turned on at all. 
no. So FaceTime texting, you can't like it's like you have to be visual. present. Yeah. Yeah. So what's funny though is um is like I feel like I'm not that sexy via like 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 she's not getting off by seeing me. But yeah, I don't like we're FaceTiming now, and I I vomited yeah three times. Yeah. So yeah. So you don't think you could come? To you? If, yeah. <laughs> right now. So, so I don't think so either. I'm agreeing with you. It's disgusting what's going on over here, and I'm already getting worse. And uh, so, I, but the funny thing is, so we start doing it, and like when a guy jerks off, he's jerking off to come. He's not no guy that I know jerks off and goes, hey, let me pause this porn because I really want to get some more alone time with myself. Like, we don't hold off coming. We're like, let's get this over with so, you know, we could go on and build a deck or whatever. (laughs) I mean, not me. You you know, I go on Instagram. So I could order seamless again. (laughs) Yeah, so I could order semen. And so, um, so it's kind of funny because a girl, I guess, I don't know, when they ma- when you masturbate, you kind of have to still be in a mood or kind of get yourself going. It's not like immediate. Maybe it is, but um, was she, she was like... A, was she like on her back or is she... Because I feel like I need pressure. On... Well, that's the other thing. So, so she's like, she didn't even know she wanted to touch herself, but she like got naked for me, which was really awesome. And she looked incredible. Um, she like set the phone up, but then she had to, she had to put her charger in. <laughs> so the charger was like over her body. <laughs> it was kind of funny. And I'm like jerking off the whole time. And, uh, so like, I'm going to nut any second, but then she is like, still like, kind of like talking and like kind of touching herself, but like feeling it out and getting comfortable. And like, I was like, oh, I came already. And she's uh, like, so- oh, I'm not, I'm like five minutes away from being okay with like this. The, yeah the, yeah but i mean yeah exactly she's like i don't know if i consented to uh you jerking off yet and so whatever and then uh so she she's like then now she's like touching herself finally and i'm like yeah i'm kind of done already but like i could you're hot and like you look good but like it's hard to act like you're horny when you're not anymore um i know and you so, you're telling me I know, so hard. And then, um, so we did it again, and uh, kind of the same result. And I was like, okay, this next time, I'm going to wait 30 minutes before I touch my penis and kind of just tell her how she is and kind of, like, tease myself. And then when she's finally touching herself, then I'll wait another 20 minutes. (laughs) And then I'll I'll probably never jerk off because... Whatever. No, but like I think I'm gonna wait until she's finally like really getting it going on her end. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. But then it's also hard for her to get it going if you're not touching yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If yeah, you're not giving it her anything, it's. I know. We're fucked. It's, yeah, we're. T- it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> and I was definitely. Um, it was funny. We're both worried that the other one's gonna take screenshots. But, like, her worry is making me feel like she's not doing it, you know? Because <laughs> I don't want my fucking huge cock going around, you know? It's the last thing I want for my giant dick to be everywhere. 
Speaking of giant dicks, um, Fab Fit Fun. Here we go. <laughs> There's no way they listen to this. <laughs> I actually have all their products with me uh, right now because we have we got like full size lotions, full size sponge, full like that had soap in it. I don't know when the soap's ever gonna end in the sponge. It is insane. Um, and that was from my summer series box. This now. Uh, what is Fab Fit Fun? Fab Fit Fun is <laughs> <laughs> new products that come out. They're full size. They're not sample size, and uh, you get to use the products because they are yours. <laughs> wow. I think I'm gonna go back to reading copy instead of yeah. making stuff up on my own. <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely not written by them. <laughs> oh my god there's the beauty blender in pro original chill pop bubble glow royal apricot or nude the colors are randomized um uh, all members can choose between the vince camuno luck tote in black or red uh desert retail value 128 or the or the crown brush six piece brush set in silver or black Retail value, $75. Total retail value of the box is over $275. Uh, and what do you get it for? You can get it for $39 with our code, though. Uh, you can sign up for FabFitFun today to get your, your box. The FabFitFun is in limited supply, and these boxes always sell out. Use our code NEVER, N-E-V-E-R, to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com and sign up. And start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code NEVER to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to fabfitfun.com and use my code NEVER to get $10 off. It is funny that our code is NEVER. (laughs) (laughs) Use our code NEVER. Use it. I like, I wish, I mean, Tushies are starting back up and soon with us but uh uh happy butthole i I mean i think they took the break during my ride and then uh i missed that promo code i'm sure you can still use it yeah how's your butthole hold up on a ride like this does your ass feel weird no my vagina today was having some problems (laughs) (laughs) you put medical tape on it (laughs) just close up the hole (laughs) What's going on? A little chafing? It just it feels like it's swollen. I don't know. <laughs> My meat locker has moved into a meat uh, store. <laughs> Are you on? So you're on pace, though, right? Yeah, I'm ahead of pace. We were supposed to get here to Columbus tomorrow, but um, we're trying to save money, so we're staying at her friend's for a couple days. So I just busted butt and got here. It was pouring today. Pouring. Started out not pouring, and then it just started, like, it felt ouchy. (laughs) Well, when you were on the bike? Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. I feel like the, I feel like I'm growing a little bit from this ride. I'm trying to slow down a little bit from my New York pace. I started a blog to talk about it. Um, but there's some things that I still, I feel like I need to get over. Like, I'm still real vain. Like, I just want it. Like, even when people go by and they got to take pictures and stuff, I'm like, am I, 
am I at the right angle? I'm like, mm-hmm. who the fuck cares? I'm biking hundreds of miles. <laughs> what, yeah, none what of that matter? matters. Yeah. But, I mean, it matters right now because we're FaceTiming. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think the more popular one gets, the more it's hard to keep that. Um, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to not get vain and to want to look good. Yeah. Because society pressure tells you that you want to have to look as great as you can. I mean, obviously. Well, I feel I like know. this is one thing that. I have to fight like the whole food situation. So even with riding, you know, you I'm burning three to six thousand calories a day on the bike, according mm-hmm. to Strava, which I'm trying to figure out. I keep pausing it on accident and not restarting it, and um, and it uses too much of my battery. So if anybody that listens knows anything about Strava, the app, and can tell me how to use it without ruining it, are you um, putting a timer on your watch or something that I can hear? Oh, you can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I'm having a tough time consuming cat, like my, my stay skinny brain is fighting the, you need to eat to be able to move this many miles brain. So I'm having this serious battle. This like body dysmorphia. You literally could eat eat whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I could. You could eat like nine foot longs and be fucking fine. Yeah. Uh, You need to. I need to, I know, but I haven't been, mostly because it's hard for me to eat that because I don't, I'm not prepared, my stomach is not prepared for that consumption, yeah, A, yeah, yeah. B, I seriously, am ha- I need therapy. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that therapy that you can do um, via an app. I know, Ryan Phelps, right? Or whatever his not name Ryan, is. Not Ryan, Mike. Mar- Michael Mike. Phelps. Michael Phelps. <laughs> I like to give him new names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Phelps. He talks about that one. I need to do it. I need to go. I was hoping that this ride would help me a little bit. Getting over your vanity? Getting over my food consumption problems. Like, I used to starve myself. So, yeah. and then I had hypnosis to start eating. And now I feel like it's it's. I think you need to embrace your body for what it is, for whatever it is, wherever it's at at the time, and just I don't know. I mean, do I'm sure. Do you have that? Pro- do you are you embracing your body? No, I hate my body right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten in three hours because of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like no, I go yo like crazy. But, like, yeah, I definitely feel more confident when I'm skinnier, but not, like, real thin. I never get to that point, but I, I can see the appealing, uh, why it's appealing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, maybe as a kid, maybe your mom called you fat a or lot. something. Tons. Yeah. Well, yep. There it is. That's what I heard from, like, Nikki, like, her mom, like, would did st- like and so did like this other girl like if any person with like an eating problem it st- usually stems from their parents saying like you can't eat that brownie when you're like seven yeah and then it kind of just steamrolls from there and then my dad would take me out for like big macs secretly so it was like my mom would say i couldn't eat so i would starve and then my dad would we would th- like we would eat stuff together and that was mm-hmm. a fun thing so it really fucked with me I wonder why you like your dad. <laughs> yeah, 
I ain't around. I got these. Yeah. <laughs> like how simple. It's so funny, though, with, like, therapy and like how simple that is if you trace it back. Like, so if it comes back to, like, your mom telling you you're fat and you know that, then you should be able to, like, understand where it's coming from. Oh, yeah. I mean, even now, poor Sarah, she takes, like, thousands of photos and and videos of me. And when I was little, my mom would say, you look fat in that. We're throwing this picture away. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm six. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why you have no kid photos. You're fat any... in all of them. I was... <laughs> <laughs> Man, was I fat. <laughs> I didn't think I was fat as a kid, but then I realized my mom burnt all my photos. <laughs> she I was she did burn all my photos. <laughs> yeah. Well, not till I was older. I, no, but I mean, look, I think it's, you know, you're not, a, you're definitely not alone. Women and their body, but guys do too. I mean, guys care about their bodies and what, and how we feel. Uh, I Obviously, there's way less societal pressure on men. You know what's really strange, though, is every single man I've ever been married to, which is a lot um, in every, like, relationship, they've all tried to get me really fat. Like, they were like, oh, I like you a little heavier. I'm like, what what the fuck? It's weird. Yeah. I think that's twofold. I think, one, they just like a bigger ass. Like, guys are really in asses and curves. Mm -hmm. And, and... When you think, I think when you think you look fat, I think guys see you more as like athletic looking, oh. not like fat. I've never seen you fat. I think when we first met each other, you were a little thicker. Mm-hmm. I was. But, uh, but I had yeah. just like gone through a serious thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't, you know, I don't know. You get rewarded too when you get more in shape. People will, but yeah, no, it's interesting. Like, I wonder if guys do that to then. I mean, in a in a fucked up way to ruin your, give you My. more insecure, <laughs> give you more insecurity for you to want to, to be more reliant on them. Or so maybe they think that I won't be attractive to other men. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. which is true, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, no, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, that could possibly be it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So, Poor weird. Sarah. Every time she goes, "Oh, look, this is a nice picture." I'm like, "Burn it! I hate it." Yeah. Uh, that one's just Frank. Yeah. Well, he looks fat too. The truck looks fat. That windmill looks fat. The corn looks fat. The Ferris wheel fat. 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 Look how fat that Ferris. Look at that Ferris wheel's arms. Uh, Mar, that one's you actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're fair. You're fair. You're fair, wheel. Oh um, God, this was a yeah, good episode. Yeah, no, it's tough. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I think hopefully, you know, the time, you know, that's the other thing about taking this time for yourself and not, you know, you were saying how it's lonely and how you want to hold on to the relationship with George and. Which is great, but I think you really need to just be like, what do you what do you want us without a man or without anyone? Well, definitely you, my my isms are being magnified out here. Like riding through Pennsylvania, it was very mountainous, and I was like, yeah, I'm tro- totally crushing the calorie burn here. 
And then we get into Ohio and it's super flat. And I was like, this isn't good. Like I even, I rode 75 or some, something yesterday and it was insane. It, but I was like, oh, that was too easy. I didn't do enough. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I, I mean, I guess, but it becomes your normal, I guess. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, last night I looked at salads and then I got an eggplant farm <laughs> and I ate. I ate the side bread. And that's your norm. I, I dipped and it. And that's your norm. I, that's I dipped it. And that's kind of like, that feels like Ohio to you, I think. <laughs> but today I ate a burrito. That also felt like Ohio. Um, I had a side bowl. I had the banana in the side bowl. And that felt like Pennsylvania because I felt better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's uh, those are some things you gotta get through, dude. And I think um, I don't know how you how you get past that, other than just loving yourself. Well, for whatever you are, we're getting there. Yeah, we're, yeah. But you know what? You might ride always San Francisco, and it doesn't happen, and that's okay too. Like, because I don't think I think we do kind of similar things. Like I remember like when I made the money, I was like, Oh, you know, I was happy like in my mind, whatever. And then I lost all the money. And then I was like, well, if I make the money, I'll be happy again. And then, and then I got laughs and comedy and I was like, Oh my God, I'm happy now. I'm doing what I want. But then I was still having panic attacks and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then I finally went and got therapy. And even then after that, it's been hard, but my, but I'm starting to understand it more. And I really don't think, I think riding the bike and talking to yourself and figuring it out and talking to me isn't, you have to really work on yourself. Um, yeah, because this is just like not filling a void, but it's like, like riding a bike isn't going to change your psyche. Like it's not going to, you know what I mean? Does that kind of make sense? Like you're feeling something like, oh, if I do this and then you concentrate on so much, you don't have to kind of concentrate on what's really bothering you. Yeah. What's really I, you. I felt like the bike was more, I've because New York's life was so crazy and I was always surrounded, I was like, this will give me a chance to really yeah. just kind of get to know myself. Yeah. Which I am over it. Uh, I don't like her. And, <laughs> yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't like this person. Yeah. I know. That's the funny thing with New York. The thing with New York is you can walk down the street and some guy's eating his own dick with blood coming out of his ears and you're like, oh, I'm not that fucking guy. <laughs> I know. Like, you need someone, like, to, like, compare yourself to. And that's what New York does. But, yeah. No, some of the worst anxiety and panic attacks I've ever had were alone on a beach. So. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I mean, though? It's yeah. Like, Ugh. Great. You Great. still have that same brain. I still have the same brain. I'm excited. Well, My sister's going to be riding with me soon. Um, so she's coming down to Lexington and riding up to Indiana. So I think that'll be fun for us to connect and kind of like talk about everything. Yeah. Because she's a stuffer. She stuffs everything. So we'll see. We'll see if she opens up a little bit. It'll be nice. It'll yeah, be... she get a lot of that on film. Yeah. we're Yeah, we got... We're getting um, more camera equipment. Grayson came to Grayson Ross of Pudding Pudding Boys. (laughs) That's first for real production. (laughs) 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 
delicious. <laughs> they came to. Uh, he said he gained the reason why their production company is called Pudding Boys is because he would eat a tub of pudding every day, but then he gained like 35 pounds and he had to give up pudding. <laughs> oh, man. Pudding. Pudding. Um, yeah, so they came to Pittsburgh, and so they're going to send us some stuff for that, for my sister's interview. Yeah, and I would record something with your sister. Yeah, I want to. I think we should all get on the phone, do this thing with her. Thank you. <laughs> all right, well, where can we find you? Uh, Andrew T. Collin on Instagram <laughs> or Twitter. Uh, Andrew's a puddle boy. T stands for the puddle boy now. I got rid of Todd. I no longer Todd. <laughs> no more Todd. It's now the Puddle Boy. That's a T H E Puddle Boy. <laughs> um, so Andrew T. Collin, Instagram and Twitter. And most importantly, next Tuesday, September 4th. Oh, yeah. Chicago, Illinois at Under the Gun Theater. Mara and I are putting on a fantastic stand-up show yes. to help raise money to stop domestic abuse and for us to buy a sandwich. <laughs> um, please come to our Chicago show. I know we have Chicago listeners. I saw a couple of you um, saying you're going to come in my comments uh, on Instagram. We'd love to have you come and support a great cause and to finally meet us because we're never going to come back there again. Because <laughs> I'm going to die by my own support truck. By your own, <laughs> by your own truck. Yes, please. And that uh, link you can find right at bikelaffheel.org. Uh, just go down to Under the Gun, September 4th. Just You'll see Chicago, Illinois. The link is right there. And the um, link's in my bio, too. Yeah, perfect. Um yeah. And follow us on at Bike Laugh Heal on Instagram and Twitter, or follow me directly at Mara Merrick, or follow the podcast at Happy, Happy Never After Podcast. <laughs> and that's that, a lot of things. To that follow. was so many things to follow. Just, just don't do any of it. <laughs> and rate and review. Don't just rate. I see you fuckers rating and not reviewing. We get it. Thank you for the five stars, the last four. But, but that's not enough. <laughs> not enough. Anyways. All right. Well, have fun out there. You sound like you're doing decent. Thanks. Enjoy your seamless. Enjoy your semen. <laughs> Bye. Bye.